Hi, friends. Welcome to Bible Time with Barb. I hope you're enjoying this podcast so far. I love getting to read a short passage of the Bible with you. And to be honest, I'm learning so much about some of the words and what Jesus' teachings meant right along with you. Let's read Luke 24, verses 13 through 34 today, where we'll find out what happened to Jesus' body. This is an account that none of the other Gospels cover, so make sure you take a note or two to remember this unique story of the walk to Emmaus. That same day, two of Jesus' followers were walking to the village of Emmaus, seven miles from Jerusalem. As they walked along, they were talking about everything that had happened. They stopped short, sadness written across their faces. Then one of them, Cleopas, replied, You must be the only person in Jerusalem who hasn't heard about all the things that have happened there the last few days. What things? Jesus asked. The things that happened to Jesus, the man from Nazareth they said. He was a prophet who did powerful miracles, and he was a mighty teacher in the eyes of God and all the people. But our leading priests and other religious leaders handed him over to be condemned or sentenced to death, and they crucified him. We had hoped he was the Messiah who had come to rescue Israel. This all happened three days ago. These men were discouraged because their hopes had been dashed. They had expected Jesus to redeem them from the Roman rule and set them free. But their dreams had been destroyed. Their hearts had been broken. By the way, this is most of the story of Jesus in a nutshell. It might be a great couple of verses, that would be 19 through 21, to memorize if you want to tell the book of Luke or any other gospel, for that matter, quickly. Then some women from our group of his followers were at his tomb early this morning, and they came back with an amazing report. They said his body was missing, and they had seen angels who told them Jesus is alive. Some of our men ran out to see, and sure enough, his body was gone, just as the women had said. Then Jesus said to them, You foolish people! You find it so hard to believe all that the prophets wrote in the scriptures? Wasn't it clearly predicted that the Messiah would have to suffer all these things before entering his glory? Isn't it interesting that instead of trying to encourage them, he first wanted to take them to the truth? When we see the truth, our emotions will follow. Then Jesus took them through the writings of Moses and all the prophets, explaining from all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Now you have to understand, there was no New Testament yet. So Jesus helped them to see the Messiah himself in the Old Testament. This is also good for us to remember when we're reading the Old Testament ourselves. We must always be looking for the signs of Jesus because the Old Testament was recorded with him in mind. He is written throughout the Old Testament, but he isn't revealed to us until the New Testament. By this time, they were nearing Emmaus at the end of their journey. 
Jesus acted as if he was going on, but they begged him, stay the night with us since it is getting so late. So he went home with them. As they sat down to eat, he took the bread and blessed it. Then he broke it and gave it to them. Suddenly, their eyes were opened and they recognized him. And at that moment, he disappeared. He disappeared? You see, they recognized him likely because they could see the holes in his hands. But see, I love this moment because it's just like what we can do today. Jesus was invited into their home and then he fed them. This is the same as our relationship with God. When we invite him into our hearts, our home, to be Lord of our life, and we commit to obeying him, then his word fuels us with how to live and gives us encouragement and joy. They said to each other, didn't our hearts burn within us as he talked with us on the road and explained the scriptures to us? Okay, the original word for burn here, it also means to light up. Jesus' words to them lightened their hearts and encouraged them. Their despair and sadness was lifting and changed their discouraged hearts. The purpose of the written word is always to lead us to an experience with the living word, which is what Jesus did by retelling them what was written, and it changed them. And within the hour, they were back on their way to Jerusalem. Now, you need to understand that they had spent most of their day on that walk with Jesus, then sat down for less than an hour and were up and went back to Jerusalem. They were so excited they didn't even rest. There, they found the eleven disciples and others who were gathered with them, who said, The Lord is really risen. He appeared to Peter. Jesus is the Son of God, sitting now at the right hand of our Heavenly Father in heaven. But he had to go through major pain to get there. The disciples and the other followers of Jesus had missed what Scripture had said about the Messiah. And many people today are excited about the promises and blessings of the Bible, but they avoid these passages that talk about trials and pain. The hard part is, is you can't have one without the other. We must all be willing to accept the pain and suffering and the blessings, just like Jesus. And to understand that, it's important to read all of the Bible eventually so you can see the huge masterpiece artwork that God created in our world. All because he wants to have a relationship with you. Let's pray. Dear God, you are the author of every story. Thank you for giving us such a wonderful view of Jesus throughout the Bible and making it very clear to us that you have a great plan for this world. What do you have to thank God for? Tell him how wonderful he is and tell him any prayer requests for yourself. God, please help us to always be looking for you in the good times and the difficult times. We know that whatever we go through, you are always there to hear our prayers and give us comfort and joy. In your name we pray.
Okay, friend, so what stood out to you most today? Share that with a family member or a friend, and if you have questions about a word or the meaning of one of the stories, ask. Ask a parent, a friend, a church leader, or you know what? You could even ask Google or Siri because there are lots of great teachers out there that know a lot about the Bible. If you have a question or a comment for me, you can leave me a message on Spotify's website or email me at BibleTimeBarb at gmail.com. See you tomorrow.